No, 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 no. I feel like I do that every time. I gotta change that up. Yeah, you do. I, I gotta. Y'all should be like doing some stuff, bro. Like y'all weird, bro. Y'all gotta be on the bus. My bad. Hey, you know you smarter than that. Hey, hey, you know you smarter than that. Yup. Hold up. You know you smarter than that. You know you smarter than that. Hey, we gave you all of the facts. All of the facts. We gave you all of the stats. You know. You know you smarter than that. Hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Switch it up a little bit. Little switch up. Little switch up. Little switch up. Y'all welcome back. Yo, what's goody? To the podcast. What's hey, poppin'? What's poppin'? Smarter what's than that. Yeah, yeah. It's your man, Martel. Yeah, it's your boy, Wally B to B is for billions. Yo, what's good? This is your boy, 2J, and as always, what drives you? Uh, man. I think... Not wanting to let them... I think I've said this before, like not wanting to let my kids down, like never wanting to misrepresent myself, like protecting my reputation at all costs, like being having that discipline and that integrity to execute. All right. Um, what drives me? Loss. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Losing. Uh, yeah. Not achieving. Having not achieved yet. All those things, you know what I'm saying? Like losing, I never forget a loss. It's kind of it's kind of bad. Yeah, that sounds really toxic. It's, it sounds bad. I never forget a loss. Like if I lose at anything, I don't forget it. Especially if it was like, if, if, I, if I felt like I could win uh-huh. and then I lost, it's like, why did I lose? I got to get better. And it doesn't matter how long it takes, I, I have to get better. Are you a sore loser? Yeah, I'm horrible. Horrible, horrible. I do. I, okay. I've had this conversation. I want to make this an episode. I think I did add this to the keep notes. There's a future episode for next season. Uh, I didn't, but I'm going to. Right. So I hate losing. And I am a sore loser. I don't like it. A lot of people would say that's immature, right? Which, okay, I'm cool with that. But I also think that niggas be kind of acting like they not sore losers when they are. I feel like that's more immature. You're not being authentic. Yeah. Hmm. Right. And I feel like the maturity is something that people act like. Because they don't want to be judged by other people for not being mature. Hmm. Whereas I just do me. And if it's immature, what the fuck ever. It's you. Right. It's me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so losing is part of one of those things that I just obsess about. Yeah. Like I just. I don't. I'm a sore winner. <laughs> no. You want to put it in people's faces? I'm a sore winner. Like if you was talking trash. Yeah. You came and got this smoke and got smoked. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you ain't gonna never forget it. I ain't gonna let you. <laughs> I ain't gonna let you. So that you never step in that arena with me again. Like, oh, see, you, you, like, oh, you, you met. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I love people like that. Like, if I lose and you don't, you remind me, yeah. no, I'm not gonna show you. But no, at the, the latest tonight, I am in there putting in work. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. I am working. Because mm. when I come back, 
you it's not gonna be wrecking the game not gonna be recognizable it's not gonna be the same you're gonna be like fuck i'm gonna have to take you serious now yeah and everybody elevate you know what I'm saying? Like me, a sore loser, like I don't like losing, but I can take a loss. I can, because I always know I can improve from that. Yeah. But see, my thing is I'm so emotionally attached. Mm. Like, I don't know if that's a bad thing. I, I'm pretty sure it's a bad thing. I don't know. Y'all just, I don't know. Oh, I don't know where I fall at in that spectrum because I hate losing, but it depends on what I lose at, whether I take it like overtly serious or not. Like, if it's one of those things where, like, if I lose in Madden, yeah, I'm coming head hunting. Like, I'm head hunting for your ass. I saw it. Oh, nigga, I knew I was, was, was in the middle. I was going to let you make it, but then you kept. I was in the middle of drinking water, and the moment he said, I'm head hunting for that ass, I was like, ooh, it's coming. Hold on, I got to get this in. <laughs> but, yeah, like, if it's, like, for real, like, if it's Madden, yeah, I'm coming head hunting. But... If it's something that like I'm new to or I'm a novice at, then I won't take it so personal because it's like I right, this is a learning curve for me. I'll get better at it over time. I fuck with that, definitely. What drives you, big dog? What's driving me is achieving the next milestone, whatever that may be. Like I don't want to put a limit on what that is quite yet because I already got so much, diff- so many different missions. But it's just the next accomplishment after that. I feel that. Off of the off of the the growth, the increase, the uh, the attainment, the elevation. Man, Shh. ASMR. Look at that! It's ASMR. That's just annoying. <laughs> That's what it, ASMR is. Yeah. yeah, like different white noises, like rain. Oh no, that would drive me shit, crazy. Man. Yes. <laughs> me and the kids listen to ASMR. People who get off on like watching people like. Pop pimples and stuff mm, like oh, that. Oh, hell like, no. I mean, you know, whatever makes you happy, feel me? But... Nah. Me and the Not I said the cat. For me sure. and the kids, we listen to ASMR. We be doing it all the time. Shh. ASMR. Yeah, nigga. Y'all got it. We each got our own, our own specific genre of ASMR we like to listen to. Like, uh, my girl, she or my daughter, my little girl, she likes to listen to people eat. <laughs> she likes the sound of people eating. I don't know. Yeah, I got it. That's weird. Yeah, yeah I got it. That is awkward. Roll likes the sound of like crumpling paper. Like if you were to take paper and crumple it and crinkle, like crinkling plastic, he mm-hmm. likes that. Hmm. Or whispering, he likes that. That's what's up. Different, for yeah. sure. I got nothing for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like listening to rain. Rain is, rain's one of my favorites, but I like, like, rain. Well, I like a combination of rain whispering and, like, it's like they scratching or crinkling stuff. In the ocean. Like, the ocean waves, that noise. Yeah, I like that. I'd be out. Yeah, I like water. For sure. Martel likes the sound of piss in a toilet. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> not what I was saying. <laughs> no, nah, but like, it's funny, like as a kid, like I used to, like I would only, I have to pee like in the direct center mm-hmm. of like the, the jump. Like, but you're the response. <laughs> Shout out to Janelle on that. Uh, but like now as, as an adult, like I don't like people hearing me pee. 
So like I be trying to pee on the porcelain, but right on the edge where the water meets the porcelain, so that it don't like splash outside of the toilet seat. But it also doesn't make a lot of noise. Response, this Shoney. Sometimes I pee oh. aggressively. To the Jel- Janelle Monet video. Yeah. Them things look succulent. Bruh. They definitely more sizey than I thought they were. Boy? You see the bounce? Yeah, they have yeah. some. Boy? There's some buoyancy. You better watch out. I know you and the girls. But, you know, they have some. Oh, she they, yeah. 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 She, she was dating Tessa Thompson. I don't yeah. even know who that is. That the the girl chick from... that played uh, uh, the Valkyrie. Who played Valkyrie on... Uh, Mm, Avengers and Thor. Uh huh. The black girl, black chick. Oh no. Oh, black. She was in Men in Black. Oh, yeah. The new one. Oh yeah, no, never seen it. Jesus Christ, too. Y'all gonna like glue me to a TV for like twenty four, thirty six hours and just be watching a whole bunch of shit. You got a lot of catching up to do. I do. But you've been busy, bro. I ain't mad at you. You can watch yeah. that shit when you when you sitting on your billion. For sure. Yeah, I'm saying. So today. All right, so we, you know, two episodes ago, or episode, two episodes ago, we chimed on uh, introversion. introversion and extroversion, you know, niggas that like to calculate and assess, think, and then niggas that just like to talk too much, right? Uh, <laughs> those were the extroverted people. Right, but it's people who are more social and people who are less social. Right. Right, people who prefer to be by themselves or with a small group of close-knit, very tight friends, and then people who prefer to be in that busy lifestyle and around people all the time. What happens when these two entities come together to form an intimate bond relationship how do y'all think that plays out i mean they say opposites attract so i have to believe that they probably function well together when they're by themselves but when it's time to be social i think that's where it probably gets muddy yeah in social spaces together because one person is always going to do something that the other person doesn't want to do i think it's going to take a big learning curve in the beginning well honestly throughout the whole duration of the relationship because you're going to have that one person that want to be indoors and you're going to have that one person that constantly wants to be outdoors so there got to be a compromise somewhere in the, in in the mix and depending on how well they can mesh that together will determine the, the longevity of the relationship right i am in a introverted extroverted relationship <laughs> right now uh yeah, my wife is extroverted. Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> straight light, nigga. Right. Listen, it's complicated. It is because, especially in the beginning, when you're learning each other, you really have to put in the work to be open minded to understand that y'all are different. And I think being knowledgeable on stuff like this is important. Because when you don't know, you don't know what to look for. Right. Right. When you don't know about extroversion or introversion, you have no idea. You might just think that this person's boring. Whereas this person only needs your energy to be sufficient. Yeah. Right. Whereas I don't need Tom, Dick, Harry, Jill, and Jane to have fun. I can kick it with you and I'm going to have all the fun I need. Mm. Whereas the extroverted person 
they like to be surrounded by people. That's mm-hmm. where they get their energy from. And so if y'all, if we don't understand these two um, components to personalities, then when it comes to relationships, oh, it's going to be cataclysmic, right? It's going to be, you know, a catastrophe as far as how the relationship plays out. Because one person is going to feel like the other person is holding them back. The other person's never going to feel like they're enough. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, I only need you. Why do you need everybody? Right. Now you're projecting. Right. And then it's, well, I don't need everybody, but why do we just got to, why can't we go? You know what I'm saying? So one feels unmet as far as their needs and the other feels unwanted. Mm. And that shit is a recipe for, you know, some Troy level destruction. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. If y'all know what I mean by Troy, you mean like, you know, like mm-hmm. the horse. Yeah, they walked, they got in. Let's go history buffs. Yeah. History's the best. I hated history. Hate it. It's just too much memorization. Like, I'm good with discussing history. And I, it'll probably stick better if we have a discussion about it where we um talk about what happened, you know, life what life was like and how that bleeds into the current era and what it can mean for our future. But you wanted me to know the exact date and time that Paul Revere was riding around screaming out the British were coming, that doesn't help me. Right. I feel that. You know I what I'm saying? I fuck with that. I fuck with some parts of unnecessary history. Right. But I, I just think it's all interesting. Mainly, I think, let me rephrase. I think mainly my interests lie in like Greek mythology, history, Uh and things of that nature. Like, I just get absorbed. I could go into a rabbit hole for days just reading Hmm. when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I fuck with Greek mythology the long way. To me, that's some gangster shit back then when shit was real. You know what I'm saying? My little man liked that too. Like, we was both watching uh, great Greek myths. It's on Netflix. Let me get a check. Netflix. Uh, and we, but like I had taken Latin in yeah. seventh grade. That was like Ooh. my foreign language choice. Yeah. And so within that language course, we had to learn about Greek mythology. Hmm. And uh, that's what really got me hip. And I was like, ah, oh, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that shit's super fire. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm gonna have to go. You know, Discovery Channel. Go get right. Channel. Get yourself right. You know what I mean? Right. So. Uh, introvert, we already discussed what introverts and extroverts are. If y'all want to know, go check the last episode. Intro extrovert, you know what I mean? This time, we're going to try to really dive into how they interact in relationships, you know, how they argue, communicate, you know, things that they might run in, things you might run into. And I mean, if y'all have experienced, I mean, you were in a relationship for a long time. So what do you feel like y'all's relationship, the dynamic as far as being introvert, extrovert, it was where y'all both introverts or y'all both extroverts was an introvert, extrovert relationship. It was, or, you know, you, the, you fall in the middle. Right. So. Well, but at the beginning, I was definitely more on the extroverted side of things. Like in my youth, just because I was so active on campus, uh, and so I, I naturally had to be more social. I was in two fraternities, you know what I'm saying? I was a music major, performance major, so naturally I engaged with people a lot. And uh, um, my ex-wife, she was a deaf rehabilitation major. So she wanted to be an interpreter. So yeah. like, it just, it was, 
polar opposites. But toward the end, I definitely was more on the introverted side and she ended up being more on the extroverted side. And, and I think it was more of a, I don't know if it was like a denial of or unrealization or just a lack of using your voice and being your true self that she was experiencing. And maybe she's been an extrovert this whole time. But it wasn't until the end that those colors really came out and my colors really came out too. Um, so, you know, we talked about can you change? And I do think that, I don't know if you can necessarily change. You can change your behavior. I don't know if you can change fundamentally what you are by definition, but you can definitely make decisions that reflect this, you know, category or that category. Right. But within the relationship, you know, for the bulk majority, I would definitely be considered as an extrovert and she was definitely considered as an introvert. Okay. I definitely, from my perspective, <laughs> saw two extroverts. Really? Yeah. Y'all were both kind of fighting for the spotlight. It always made me feel weird. <laughs> really? It's why, to me, it's why y'all were so competitive. With not just period, but not with other people, but also with each other. Y'all are super competitive with each other. And when y'all were on the teams, y'all would get the fights. You 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 aware of that, right? Like spades and stuff? Like any like say we were playing a couples game and like she didn't do something or you didn't do something, y'all would go at each other. We would coach each other up, yeah, for sure. It would be a healthy coaching. Like it would be you know, Hey, you know, maybe we should know it'd be like, why? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so I, was, I was immature. No, not just you, it was both sides. It was I can't speak for the other side. I, you know I'm, I'm telling you from the from looking <laughs> outside this window into this room, I've watched both of y'all interact in a competitive nature. Right. That's hilarious. It is like okay it's not that serious that's where i gotta be like not i can't even be as competitive as i want to be with them two niggas playing <laughs> oh man it's not even fun yeah it's not oh, being shit. fun damn it's not even it fun. fun right so just i thought it was always funny because i never i never understand if y'all knew like they two extroverts fight each other for the spotlight <sighs> i don't know now i can see now when you compare y'all's two is apples and oranges you're a lot more introverted than she yeah, yeah. was or is but that shit was wild yeah it seems to be funny actually i would laugh i would be laughing but it's like i'm not playing with these niggas no more no more checkers with <laughs> that, these that nobody would have played with us damn get competitive <laughs> over checkers man it was bad <laughs> these niggas was they was aggressive damn i'm a winner I feel like sure. Listen, I I like winning, but God damn, <laughs> I'm a winner at all costs. Your right? partner make a mistake, and you, boom, we, 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 we got to make sure we don't repeat mistakes. So you gotta you gotta coach in the moment. I feel that. I feel that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I feel that. All right, so I I I was really trying to figure out like how to break this episode down, and so. It was really a tough thing just trying to research phrases like how introverts express love, how extroverts express love, how introverts communicate, but it wasn't coming together Okay, as like 
in a relationship, it was always like either business or individually. Yeah. So I had to ask myself questions like how do they do this? How do they do that? And then some of these questions I just answered myself because I couldn't find enough research on. Mm-hmm. And then others were a lot easier to find. Extroverts are a lot harder to find information on as far as how it is they move, I guess, because they're already so open. Whereas is we have to explain introverted thought right. to people because they're not as open right. with expressing their emotions and stuff. So uh, the first question was just general run-ins. Like, what are you going to run into um, being in an introverted, extroverted relationship? And that's compromising on social engagements. That's number one, top of the list. Yeah. Hmm. compromising on social engagements right uh i think it's introverts don't want to go nowhere right i don't i don't want to go anywhere at all i want to sit at home kick it with my friends kick it with you relax we good popcorn in a movie netflix and chill right and then um extroverts let's go out let's go into town let's bar hop and we'll go do stuff be around people be in the the activity uh what's another word for it be in the atmosphere be in the atmosphere right being a vibe right compromising on that means understanding each other right extroverts have to understand that social and social situations for introverts is anxious mm-hmm. right it can be uncomfortable right and so y'all have to find those moments where you are cool turning down social uh social events to make your introverted partner happy right but mm-hmm. on the Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just. But on the flip side, introverts, we cannot control the fact that they want to go out. Right. So it's, you, so you have to compromise. You have to compromise. That's what I'm gonna say. You got it. Like 2J said, like you have to bend. The introvert has to say, okay, you know what? I'm gonna give you an hour and a half. Not even. Let's pull up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's do whatever you want to do. You got an hour and a half before I will become noticeably irritated and ready to go. Exactly. But set your boundaries ahead of time so that there's no confusion later. I think that really, like, I think especially with introverts, my heart goes to them because when they do compromise, like, they, you know, you're forcing them to be somewhere they already don't want to be. And it really is a demonstration of their heart posture towards you and their love for you. For them to do this for you to begin with. We're going to get into that. We have to respect that as extroverts. And we have to be willing to also compromise and just be a little irritated that we didn't get to stay as long as we want. But then that turns into the planning part. You know the event that you're going to, which parts you really look forward to being at. So just time yourself accordingly. If you know you want to be at the club at the most turned up part, then you and your introverted partner do some introverted stuff. All the way up until 12.30. Go out. Right. At, you know, 1 o'clock. And you, or one, you know, 12.45 and leave at 2. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yep. You got to communicate, man. You got to negotiate and, and talk. 
if you're not putting everything on the table, you know what I'm saying? If you're not putting everything on the table, then how are y'all supposed to pick through what y'all really want? Exactly. Between the both of y'all. I would say that was one of the biggest issues I had throughout my marriage is true communication, true, like, complete, you know, bearing your soul, you know, eat, eat, you know, with a hard posture of love and still with the, with a message of kindness, uh, communicate what it is you don't like and be very specific. You know, the things that you want and don't want to do and be very specific. And then what you're willing to bend on and be very specific. <laughs> Clearly, you got to be very specific. You got to. Yeah. You can't leave any room for interpretation because this person's brain is not your brain. Man. They're not going to process information like you. They're going to take you at what you say. And then you're going to be like, well, what about this? It's the spirit of what I said. Message. Not what I said. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's not fair. Message. You feel me? That's really, he nailed. That was a nail. You know what I'm saying? the gym. Right there for sure. Right. And it, just for a different perspective, not trying to one up in any fashion, but just for a different perspective, right? Me and my wife, we go out a lot. She's extroverted. I'm introverted. Right. So I don't have to, I'm cool going out mm -hmm. with her. Right. And I'm cool being in a social environment with her. Right. She understands, she knows to check up on me. You okay? You good? We good? We good? Yeah, we good. We fine. And I'm always okay as long as she's okay. The moment I see her visibly get, mm, I'm I'm irritated. I get irritated. And then she looks at me and sees that I'm irritated. She's going to be like, you okay? I'm going to ask her what happened. Why are you irritated? I can see you're irritated. And you know, if you're irritated, I'm irritated. Okay. And then if she says such and such happens, then that's when my clock starts. That's when my timer hits. Boom. Well, we got 15 minutes and then we gone. And she'll understand. Like, they did something to piss her off and that pissed me off. You got 15 minutes before I blow this bitch up. That's fair. Kind of sucks. In a sense. But right. I can see where it comes from. Though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, and I'm just exaggerating a little bit. Right. Like with the 15, it's just the first number that came to my head. Oh, not the blow up. Just the 15. No, minutes. the blow up was the blow up real. Was real. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that point. That point was very. That's accurate. That's accurate. The 15 minutes was the exaggeration. It might be like, we got an hour. I can deal with this for another hour. But. You know, you're smarter than that. The what more that? you get irritated with this, the more I'm going to get irritated with you being irritated. Because I'm only here because you here. Right. So yeah. if you're not happy. I'm not happy. Yeah, now we wasting time. Because I'm here for to make you happy. But if you not happy, then why the fuck am I here? Right. I'm happy at home. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And that's how our negotiation. Right. I like that. That's how we negotiate. But it's different for everybody. So y'all got to find y'all nuance. Right. But that's how we negotiate being in social spaces between the both of us. She gets to do and talk to whoever. I get to sit in the corner, shut up, be cool, calm, collect us in my drink, eat my food. If people go talk, hey, yeah, shake hands. You know, you know what I'm saying? Shake babies, kiss hands. <laughs> that shit still throw me out. <laughs> I think it's funny, which is why I say it. All right, so uh, compromising on social engagements, the introvert feeling overwhelmed by the extrovert's interactions. This is a real one. Martel's gonna know what I'm talking about because they go out, you go outside, and you see somebody you know, and to introverts, it's, we came here for a reason. 
I'm trying to go to Foot Locker, cop mm. these new J's. Why the fuck are you talking to this bum ass nigga over here? Mm. Right? Like, so introverts will get super annoyed with, you know, you being an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yes, it does. For an extrovert. I'm not even going to lie. That sucks because it's unfair. It's unfair. I can't tell you to not be yourself. Right. Right. Just the way, same way y'all, you can't tell me not to be myself. I can't tell you that stopping and talking to people is wrong. It's not. You know, you go see people you know, you're going to want to talk to them. For introverts, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know too like this, but I'm like this. I could see somebody I know. And in my head, I said hi to them. <laughs> in my head, I said hi to you. Just because I blinked at you, nigga, you, you we, we did you the beat up. You know what I'm saying? In <laughs> my head, I said hi to you. And then I would walk right by you and say nothing. <laughs> Damn. I low-key would like a... I, like, it's crazy you say this. Because I, like, in that, I've started to ignore... Like, I'll see somebody that I know, and then I'll pretend like I never saw them. Yo, no cap. I do that. Like, I'll I'll pretend like I did not. Unless you or some, like, if I see Mm y'all, like, and then I'm going to speak. But if it's, like, Billy Joe Susan from third grade that we really, you know, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to, hey, what you been up? Like, I'm not going to do that. But see, extroverts do that. I've done it, but I've stopped doing it because of the annoyance that it provides the introvert or what I believe to be an introvert because they don't really have a stake in the conversation. Yeah, you introduce them, but now they're just standing here while you reminisce over or catch up or, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, we were supposed to come here to complete this objective. Now, 20 minutes later, I'm still standing here while you're talking to this person. And don't let it be a situation where, you know, you you are a function that somebody trying to smoke or something. Now they're super irritated because, you know, if you smoking, that's a 20, 30 minute situation. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on top of the extroverts don't know how to end conversations. We don't know how to walk away. (laughs) Really? We don't know how to. Because it's rude. We so considerate of other people. We're we're such people pleasers because we thrive off of other people's energy that it's hard for us to be like, okay, well, this is nice, but I'm ready to walk away now. It's like we can't bring ourselves. Even when that conversation hit that awkward space of silence, they don't know what to just. Oh, it's been good. Yes. That's the first step. I get quiet. All right, well, I'm about to move a spot, about to shake a scene or something, about to do something. I'll holler at y'all. But I, I get it, though, because it could be uncomfortable. Like, damn, I don't want to let this person down. What you letting down? Exactly. exactly. It, it's, it's all in your head. It's exactly. all in your head. It is. The, the funny part is, like I said, this is just the only reason I use us is because I don't I don't know too many other extroverted, introverted relationships, right? So my wife will stop and talk to people. Mm-hmm. I just keep walking. Right. I don't stop. I don't sit at the conversation and be uncomfortable. Fuck that. I'm going. I'm going to Zoomies. Okay, I'll be down there. She knows. I'm gone. I'm going straight to Zoomies. Right now, my my daughter will probably kick it with her because she want to be all in the conversation because she's semi extroverted. My son's like, fuck this. I'm going with dad. <laughs> yeah, and we'll both kick it at Zoomies. You know what I'm saying? And then they'll meet us downstairs. Um, mm. Who is that? So and so. Great. I don't care. Yeah, big, big that my oldest, he he like that. He'll I mean if you want him to be in the conversation, he'll be there, but he he'll rather just he would go to Zoomies. Yeah. My second son, 
Oh no, he's sticking around. He's trying to be he all. He want all. He want to ask questions. He want to. He loves sharing information. He knows kind of like you were talking about with, with your boy. Mm -hmm. Like and then the, the the two little ones, they still trying to figure things out, and they they like being around older people, so they do want to be in the mix, especially if it's grown folks talking, just so they can ask me follow up questions after the conversation. <laughs> Daddy, what does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> so that person who was who was that did this? Did y'all you you know it was so yeah. Yeah, that's funny as hell, right? <laughs> but yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. You know, like I said, introverts, y'all got it's really everything really boils down to communication, just talking and understanding each other. And it sounds like me and my wife just got it nailed. No, we took a decade to get to where we are right now, to where we understand each other without verbal signals, right? Without having to say anything, she knows. Oh, he washed off. He's probably going to exactly where we said we were coming here for. And I know that in five to 10 minutes, she'll meet me down there. Right. That's just the communication we have now. That's over a long period of time. And so y'all have to give yourselves a lot of time or put double in the work to learn each other. Right. Really sit down, learn information. How do you view your personality? And then go from there as far as building a system that works for you everything is you know uh unique to whatever the relationship is to the two people right so last one different approaches to arguments uh, go ahead you got this one B. yeah for sure I i'm i'm all tuned in now i want to listen to this one. why i want to hear this one because I, I i don't know how they would do it how but, they argue um, yeah they so don't curious. they don't Extroverts want to force the conversation. Introverts want to take time to uh, accumulate their thoughts and formulate what they want to say so that they're very uh, concise with their emotions and how they come across. And so that comes across really clear. Whereas extroverts word vomit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better way to put it. Yeah, that's pretty spot. That's pretty. That's pretty spot on. There's no better way to put it. Extroverts word vomit, so they just start talking, and then it might not even make no sense. Mm -hmm. It'll just be a bunch of emotional ramble. And for introverts, that is a giant fucking headache because it's like I can't decipher like where these two pieces come together. And, you know, you telling me about this on the other day and how I connect to what we getting an argument about right now. What the fuck? Why didn't you say this back the other day? And it's just word vomit. Yeah. They just pouring it out mm. in this argument. So like a shaking up Coke bottle has exploded. Yeah. Whereas introverts are like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Give me like, they're not going to say nothing. Mm -hmm. like, I'm being generous by saying introverts will say, give me like 10 minutes, but they not. Introverts gonna shut down. This is be quiet, walk away, and then in ten minutes they're gonna bring it back to you in a very structured, you know, layout. This is my proposal. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, that's my, real though. It's my business real offer. Uh, I can attest to See, that. but like I, I have to say, like I'm I, in this context, I'm definitely more on the introverted side. Mm -hmm. But because I'm an overthinker, uh. And I think really quickly, it doesn't take me very long to to come up with my proposal. Um, so I may shut down initially and be like, you know what? I'm not ready yet to go into this. 
because you all over the place. So you say what you got to say and I listen, and then I'm going to respond to you whenever I have everything that you got to get out. I'm a process that, and it's not, it may not take me very long to do, but it's definitely not going to just be, ah, ah, oh, I'm sorry. I said that. Right. It's right. never going to be that. The, and here's the, and just to piggyback on what you said, right? We will listen, take in everything the extrovert says, and then we'll be like, all right, let me, you know, let me brood on that and I'll come back. But they don't want that. They want you to respond right then. Right then. And here is the problem. Introverts are very nice with their words because they spend so much time thinking. So if you force me to say something right now, I don't want to say, I'm going to say something that's going to hurt your feelings. Yeah. And that's going to be more detrimental to, to the solution than it, than it would have been if you would have let me get my space and my time to recollect my thoughts and come back and at come you. back with you yeah. know and really think about sensibly was i wrong wasn't i wrong where can we meet in the middle right woo, woo, woo. but when you force somebody like what you forcing is not gonna be good yeah you're forcing an impulse or an emotion exactly yeah and so you know my wife learned that the hard way forcing me and it's all right bet you want his fine here it is boom <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? You, you drop fucking Thor's hammer, you know what I mean? And the yeah. building crash, it's like now you the bad guy. Why you know what I'm saying? Now I said some shit that you know mm -hmm. hurt her feelings and but you ain't have a chance to tailor your message to the audience. They yeah. demanded a, right. a response. Right. They wanted the encore. So you get through, you get yep. and, and it's, it, lately, you know man. what? And that's okay. Like there's some people who really can't handle that. They can they can uh, understand that this is your raw, completely unfiltered emotion, which can be healthy if you have two understanding, mature adults. But if you have people that don't receive criticism well, mm -hmm. or people who, who who can't really handle negative feedback very well, then you have to tailor your message. And, and I, I wish people who are extroverts um, had a deeper appreciation and understanding of the amount of love Man. that people who are introverted have when they take the time to communicate because it's literally for the extrovert. It, yeah, right. They get it twisted. They like, think that they're trying to like be against them because they're not responding immediately. When in reality, I'm catering to you emotionally. Right. The way it's written in the article is that extroverts see it as that they don't love them because they're not. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they walked away and they don't want to talk to them. That they're so mad that they've fallen out of love with this person. That's how they interpret the silence. Uh, Instead of interpreting the silence as, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So I'm going to really come with a very, you know, sharpened, precise way of saying this to you. So that my message gets across, my feelings come across, but they don't come off in a way that hurts your feelings. Right. Right. And that takes importance. That's important when you're dealing with introvert because introverts don't care about other people's feelings. So if I care enough to, to really think about what's, what I say is going to hurt your feelings or not, I care about you. That is an action that shows like my heart posture for you because random people boy i'm about to tear you down you get way, the immediate response <laughs> in a way that you've never felt before yeah. you really don't know the uh, you don't understand the danger of my verbal skills 
to really just attack your emotions. Mike did it. He was working at QT. They hired this new girl. She pissed him off. He went in. <laughs> brought, brought that girl to tears. They fired him after that. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But well, I will say this though, like you, it's you. You still have to, as, as far as like introverts versus extroverts, uh, you still have to make sure that the amount of time you take, you have to be aware. You, you have to communicate. If you know that it's gonna take you a full 24 hours yeah. to brew on this, you gotta say that because yeah. an extrovert is gonna, they gonna be highly anxious, highly irritable, on, on on edge because they they're they're now in the I don't know space they're now in the they feel alone they feel like they're on an island That's and true. they're dealing with all their emotions by themselves so you know it's nothing wrong with taking time you know what I'm saying if you know yourself then you need to make sure you communicate with your partner who you are in a way that they don't that they still feel safe because I from experience you know being in a situation where I have to wait for feedback, especially if it's a very emotionally triggering situation. Like, for example, like if it's a situation where somebody like cheated or a situation where somebody has done something dishonest, you know what I'm saying? And that person needs time so that they can come to you with their explanation because, you know, certain things at a certain uh, level of emotional distress, like cheating, um, people want a response then yeah. because they're hurting you know they need to be healed they need to have that security and knowing that things are going to be okay and we leave them out there by themselves over extended amount of time all they have time to do is think man that's the worst. in their head and then by the time you come ready they're not even in the same space where you left the conversation or the altercation in the beginning they're in a whole nother space now so whatever you have to say now is now overshadowed by their current emotional state, which is gonna force you to have to walk away again. And then now no communication is actually happening about the core issue. Yeah. And it takes forever to peel all of those layers back Damn. so that you can get to some type of understanding. So just be aware that with big situations, important conversations, things that deal with money, things that deal with kids, things that deal with your relationship health, like you have to communicate very concisely the amount of time that you need and assure your partner that I'm not forgetting about you. I don't undervalue you. I love you. I just need to make sure when I talk to you about this, I'm coming at you correct. And I feel like that type of communication also will help keep everything focused and on track because you can't control your other the other person, but you can understand them so that you can have more peace of mind and knowing that this will be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about two, but I know as an introvert, we have a very bad habit of weaponizing silence. Boy, what do you mean? Like, we will leave people in purgatory, the purgatory of silence, to sit there, just do that, and just be anxious. No, oh. we control all the cards because we ain't responded yet. Yep. Yeah. Well, silence is silence is key. I mean, not key, but it's it's powerful. Silence is very powerful. Yeah. And not like abruptly responding real quick. Like I don't know. For me personally, I'm one of those people that like if I'm if I'm quiet, it, it could be a good or a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I could be either indulging in overthinking or in depth thinking about whatever you're talking about. 
Or I could just be blowing you the fuck off. And be like, she's just ranting. She's just ranting. Yeah, but and that's... What do you get? What'd I say? You'll listen to it later. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm part of an inside joke coming on the outside. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear it. It's, it's, I caught it's it. quite clear. All right. <laughs> what was that? 43 just look at that 43 44 minutes and 12 seconds bro y'all gonna realize how often they come for me <laughs> with the, ever since they had this button i feel like it's designed for me <laughs> it has to be like an inside inside working <laughs> you on a roll today tj yo nigga it's two for two he bet a thousand that boy had two in less than a minute. I'm gonna just. <laughs> he didn't even go, catch either one of them. Let me go introversion then. <laughs> introversion. <laughs> Alright, look. Alright. Oh, man, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, shit. Nigga, you go catch it. I caught it after you said it. <laughs> after you, like, you go catch it. it was, I had to think about what he said. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You go catch it. All right, my face hurt from laughing so hard. All right, so uh, the first question I asked was, how do they express love? Um, introverts are, extroverts is a little bit easier. They're extroverted, right? So their love is very right in front of you. They're yeah. very affectionate, uh, touchy, feely, you know what I'm saying? Direct, they're gonna tell you, they're gonna let you know. Uh, it's gonna be right in front of your face. And they're gonna tell everybody. They want everybody to know, right? It's gonna be very public. Their affection for this person. Introverts uh, is like a cryptic jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, you you were attesting to that. Yeah. Right. Uh, have you seen that movie? I know you haven't. Uh, <laughs> uh, the movie where um the the escape room escape room where they had to unlock the puzzle box to get the invitation to the escape room are you talking about the glass onion joe no 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 it's escape room uh -uh, i haven't seen that one there ah uh, you gotta go watch it you will like it it's an escape check it it's out. A, a company is putting on these escape rooms but they're deadly right they're deadly if they're killing people right and so to get the invitation to the they're picking selective people that they want to go to the escape room but to get the invitation out you got to like do this puzzle box and then you get and it shows that you can handle the escape room right and so that's kind of like think rubik's cube expression of love but the satisfaction you get at figuring out the rubik's cube you know is worth it right man that's that's how introverts and what and i wrote it down right because there was 12 uh it was 12 expressions of love right so i wrote it down based on my personal bias y'all can see fit to determine whether or not which place is going one and which place is going number 12 right but i i wrote it down from the least uh importance to the most important action right so it's like if you see this man but if you see this like this is don't disrespect this right okay so starting at the least important is they're very comfortable talking to you over the phone man that was that what to me is well 
if I think you're a cool person or a good friend or a potentially good friend, I talk to you over the phone. I'll pick up a phone call. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't like talking to people on the phone. Me neither. Right. Uh, Introverts aren't bad about that. They don't really like talking to people on the phone. But if they think you, if they can be comfortable around you enough that, you know, y'all kicking it or y'all real close at work or y'all coworkers or whatever it is that causes y'all relationship to uh to become more than associates, then yeah, nigga, I'll pick up the phone. You know what I'm saying? I'll pick up the phone for, you know, people that I'm not super, super tight with. You know what I'm saying? But it'll happen. That's number 12. Number 11 is you become the you become the first to know everything, right? So when something happens, they tell you first. Man, I thought that was kind of meh. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'll tell my homies too. Like if I can't get a hold to my lady, then I'm I'm probably calling Mike Tuesday or Martel to tell him something big happened. If I hit the lotto, they probably gonna be the first three, four people to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, so to me it was just it the Depends on the introvert and how many close friends they have. Right. Right. If they have a, a good group of friends, a good knit of friends, then you just one of the top group of people who going to find out the information first. It's not necessarily a great sign. I don't say it's not a great sign, but it's not necessarily the most important sign for you to take that they are in love with you. Right. Right. Uh, number 10, they stop pretending around you. Now, what does this mean? when introverts are in social settings they put on this this mask or they cut on this switch in their head to be social right and it's like a battery right and they use so much of the battery until the battery is empty and then it's like okay i, I need to leave because i'm you need recharge uh, yeah i need a recharge i'm at zero percent my extroverted energy is gone i've used it time to go right and so when they don't have to do that around you that is a sign that you are making them a lot more comfortable right and that they are completely okay with your presence like you make them feel like they can be themselves okay which is very important it's one it's, it's we're getting there right they teach you non-sexual intimacy it means they just want to kick it with you it ain't got to be netflix and chill with something on the back end it could literally just be netflix and chill right it ain't gotta be back shots you know what I'm saying? exactly <laughs> there's no expectancy of sexual favor or whatever if they really fucking with you they just gonna they just want to hang with you you've officially become a friend right okay. right and that's important starting at the friend level with introverts is very important because that's like the foundation for what could be a, a house, right? Building the relationship there. And so if they if they feel like um, they can just kick it with you and it ain't always got to be sex, that's a good sign, right? I agree. I kick it. You know, my wife's my best friend, so we just kick it a lot of the times. Go out to eat, eat lunch, brunch, whatever. That's what's up. Hit the movies. Yo, th thinking of that, y'all going to see the new Spider-Man? I didn't even know there was a new one. Spider-Man uh, with the uh, uh, Miles Morales, the black uh, one. They getting crazy with it. They came out with a new one. Across the drop. It's gonna, June 2nd. It's only going to be in theaters June 2nd. It's going to be hard. Huh? I might. I might check that out. You should. Got to. Black Spider-Man. You know? Got to. 
Alright. Oh, it's right. a black Spider-Man. Black Spider-Man. Gotta do oh, it for the And it's animated. Oh, uh, okay. It's animated. But it's gonna be fire. Right? Uh, Alright. Number eight. They want you to know they want to know everything about you. They are invested in your interests. They want to know what you like, what makes you tick, what you like to eat. And all of that's gonna come back in a very strong way if they love you. Because they they don't forget. They're not gonna forget. They're gonna remember all those little details. That conversation you had about that fragrance you like at Macy's at 2.32 and 12 seconds to the white lady we're, who was trying to sell us and we just didn't have the money to get it. They're gonna go get it when you don't know it. Hmm. And you're not gonna remember but they never forgot right? because they become invested in who you are. Right. That's important. Now we getting down to the top, the top seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Right. Uh, spending quality time with you becomes a priority. Really intimate time with you becomes a priority, right? I ain't got to go out with the homies all the time. I ain't got to go kick it with so-and-so all the time, right? You become the person I want to kick it with, right? That non-sexual intimacy thing really takes place because you become the person that I want to hang out with the most. You make me laugh. I have fun. I get to relax. I don't have to be somebody I don't have to be. I don't have to pretend no more. All that. And, and this is why I did it in this order, because the more when you do it in this order it's kind of like leveling up okay I right that. you see what i'm saying like yeah. when you when you go when you get to the point where spending times with you is a priority you started off with talking on the phone right and then it became i you know stuff about me and then it became i'm not pretending around you and then it became we're friends we're not we just kicking it it's not about sex and then it became i want to know about you and now I want to spend a lot of time with you, right? It kind of, this is the order of, to me, this is the order of importance, right? Number six, they invite you to be part of their life. That's, that's a big one. I don't know about y'all, but you know, when you go meet the parents, when you go meet the family, that's a big step. Yeah. For me, that's a huge step. If you important enough for me to say, yo, you know, big Andy, this is so-and-so body. So-and-so body. This is my big Andy. She helped raise me. You know what I'm saying? This is a very important person in my life. Her approval of you is important to me. You know what I'm saying? That is, I don't know how y'all feel about that. Um, For me, like the approval portion, not necessarily. Just the introduction is very major yeah. to me. Very key. Because like if you never get introduced to anybody that's like in my family or my circle, then nine times out of 10, you ain't we, making the cut. You ain't making the cut. Yeah. Like next, but we can still be cool but you'll be like at an associate level and not as like a professional or sme to me you playing me. g league <laughs> right yeah you in a mirror for sure <laughs> backyard football type shit <laughs> straight recreation right you might get the participation trophy lunchtime recess <laughs> <laughs> i see you outside lunchtime you, you want to wear my letterman jacket <laughs> right what type of shit right that back though right no. all right right okay number five this is the top five uh they become ro more romantic with you means they become more expressively more ro romantic with you they might say i love you they are gonna display their love publicly a lot more um 
holding hands in public, public displays of affection. Those are all important, right? If, if the introvert is very comfortable with being seen publicly in a relationship with you, don't take that lightly because they don't like to be seen publicly. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, like I just said, we can see somebody in the ball. I said hi to him in my head. That's cool. Let's keep going. I don't, I'm not about to sit here and talk to you all day. It's not about to happen. So if what comes public, then they're confident in where this relationship is headed, right? Number four, they agree to go out with you more. The public part, they want to mm. be seen. They want people to know this, is my girl, this, is my guy appreciate that man like for some people that's hard for some people that's hard to be uh to be completely okay letting other people into their intimate lives you know what i'm saying a lot of times people want a lot of times introverts want to keep that stuff secret but if they comfortable you know being seen with you then you make them comfortable they are confident in y'all's relationship they are confident in the bond that y'all are building they are confident in where it is y'all are headed as a as a as a couple yeah. you feel me for me it's more like a breaking of the walls like breaking down of the walls yeah the garden if you will because like and, if I'm, and that's I'm exactly what if you look at this list that's exactly what it is you know you started up here with full walls but the more interaction we had they start to crumble crumble down a little bit start yeah. to come crumble down we in the top three these three two one right they are excited to share their interest with you that's number three two they become more open right and then number one is the most important right they are more vulnerable they'll mm. tell you their deepest thoughts and for an introvert to tell you their deepest thoughts is like the most like expressive way of saying like you are my person like i trust you man with everything with yeah. everything that's yeah. tough and i would just say you know this is a really good list and i like the way that it was uh you know positioned uh as far as you know peeling back the layers and and, and getting through the walls you have to be very careful not to lead with number one because that's that's what i like i from experience like you can establish trauma bonds that way with people you think that because you shared with this with this person and you're infatuated with this person this openness is going to lead to a healthy relationship because you're leading with honesty but this person is too uh disconnected from your essence and you guys haven't shared enough and given enough time to qualify this person for this information and when you become overly vulnerable too quickly you might have an expectation in your mind that this person is not prepared to deliver on because they may not be matching that so just be very 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 careful with how quickly you go through these steps with somebody because what you don't want to do is make somebody feel obligated to match your energy when they're not at that space I just wanted to say that. No, oh, that's a fact. That's a gym. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hit him with one time. Message. Yeah, 100 for sure. <clears throat> two that, for two. Oh, man. He, he nailing them. Right? Two for two. I'm out shit. You feel <laughs> me? He killed it. 
You know what I'm saying? So I I like that list. I when I read it, I was like, this is fucking spot on. This is a spot on. And the list wasn't wasn't layered like that. I actually chose to layer in that order because I thought like this isn't really important, but that's very important, right? So when it when it clicked like that, it was like, okay, this is how if it was me, this is the level of importance. And I always thought that vulnerability especially for me because introverts have deep 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 thoughts they constantly in their heads they trying to solve the world's problems and if they are willing to tell you that the solution to this problem that might have nothing to do but it might help the world right the last thing they want for you to do is laugh at them right you know what i'm saying so if they trust you enough to tell you that they are confident that you're not going to judge them for that thought yeah those thoughts right i don't know about two but i, I know he a thinker so yeah. like how would how would you feel you know what i'm saying as far as being vulnerable with somebody um it, it definitely takes time and it definitely takes a, a stepping stepping stone if you will for me um i'm not so easy to just like because that's what well let me let me backtrack when you hit number one, being vulnerable and wanting to be around a person more and stuff of that nature, like if I'm open to discuss my inner thoughts with you, then that's just like me entering you into my mind, man, that's which deep. is my most uh, comfortable space because that's where I'm at. Nine times out of 10, I'm by myself. I'm in my head. I'm thinking about whatever I'm thinking about or I'm pondering on whatever I got going on. So if I enter you into that realm, I have to be comfortable enough around you to know that I'm not going to be judged. I'm not going to be criticized and I'm not going to be laughed at or ridiculed, if you will. Yeah. And in order to get to that place with me, you got to make it through the level of associate to the SME, which is a subject matter expert, which I would be the subject. Right. That's deep. I think that's I think that's important. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody really needs to take even extroverts. Like, don't just be word vomiting your emotions to people. <laughs> and introverts can be a little judgy. <laughs> they can be a little judgy. Little so my ass, you say, I mean, judgy look my you know So if you say some weird ass shit, we not gonna tell you right in the moment that nigga, you a weird motherfucker. Like right. yo, we gonna be like, yeah. And then when we when we when we leave this place, I'm gonna block your motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is Don't name, ever call Don't. me again, nigga. I'm not picking up the phone for you. You just went back to step twelve, nigga. Yeah. You on this step? You on a twelve step program with introverts? You gotta get down to step number one. You know, so I just think that that's important. Even extroverts can learn learn to just be a little bit more selective i think we said that in the other episodes i think it might have been um uh the proximity effect or whatever the name of that episode is just being selective with who it is you're being around and divulging information to right trauma bonding is real don't be telling people your worst shit in your life just yet they might not be ready to absorb that energy you know what i'm saying that shit can be overbearing Especially for someone who ain't never been through no shit. If you with somebody who ain't never experienced jack shit, and you tell them that you are abused your whole life, they gonna be like, they're not even gonna know how to deal with you, right? I mean, nah, yeah, 
They might in doses. Days. Everything in doses. Everything in moderation. Use your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, read the room. Yeah, because they might take it as a sign for you to like they they need to help you or need to get you help. Well, yeah, you might exactly. need be, you might just be needing to vent exactly to get it off your chest because you've already like processed it in your mind and you've already came to terms with your own yeah your own demons. But they might feel like oh my god, if the world is about to end for you. We need to get this man help. Yeah, exactly. like nah, it's it's good. It's all good. I I dealt with that. Land mm-hmm. your ass in the friend zone real quick for sure. <laughs> Jumping the gun too quick. Get your ass back. Like, nah, I can't handle I don't know how to. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. So, the last thing I wrote down that we already touched on a little bit, but I wrote down how do they argue? Extroverts like to yell and scream. They like to really just blurt out their emotions. And, um, yeah. They, they want you to know they're mad. Now, are they good at it? No, nah, they, they suck at it because they don't know how to like cultivate they they words to match their emotions. My daughter kind of like that. <laughs> she got mad at her brother and she like carved Roman hit me in the door with a screwdriver. Damn. Bro, I was like, huh? What what made you do that? And she she is one of those people who she can't take her thoughts and turn them into words. Legitimately, even when she's just not upset or emotional, you know what I'm saying? If I ask her about her school day, how was school? And some drama happened between like two students and she trying to explain the drama. She will take the end of the drama, put it at the front. <laughs> take the front of the drama, put it at the end. You know what I'm saying? It'll be all jumbled. And then it'll and then she'll be like, did that make sense? I'm like, no, it, it didn't. I got lost. Uh Susie Ann here and Billie Jean here. And what? And then she'll be like, okay, okay. And then she'll have to like redo the puzzle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So her thoughts, they formulate way different. You know, so my son though, he like, he like us. He know, he got the words, he got the image. Mm. He's going to spell it out in the most clear, precise sentence. And it's gonna be the most amazing sentence you've ever heard in your life. It's like, this came out of your 11 year old mouth. But it, you gonna understand immediately. He gonna make sure you understand. He's gonna pick his words very, very, very clearly. Right. So understanding that we like we argue differently is very important. I wrote down that introverts brood and let the extroverts yell because it's better than burning down the relationship with one sentence that you might regret. Hmm. Message. Introverts, we have to be aware that you, you we can't be the the impulsive reactors. Right, we have to be the ones to sit back, absorb, and then okay, cool. How do we fix this? Right, let the extroverts la, 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 all day. Let them do it, and then just are you finished? <laughs> exactly. It, it it's again reading the room, using your emotional intelligence, not for your own personal advantage, but for the benefit of the relationship. Because it's not always going to be fair. 
you know, in situations that are more social and public, the extrovert is going to, they're going to cater to their strengths. They're going to carry the relationship in those spaces. So in the spaces where it requires a bit more touch and finesse, like the introvert has to be calculated enough and aware enough to be willing to carry that. And it sucks because, you know, the more emotionally uh, draining situations or the more potentially harmful or the most, just the most important situations typically will rest uh, with the cards in the introvert's hands. And it's not fair, but you have to understand that it's a partnership, it's a team. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, in a team, it's gonna require more defense than offense. In another situation, it's gonna require more offensive press than defense. And knowing the game, understanding your strengths, and being willing to carry the weight of the squad and taking joy and pride in that is going to be what gives your relationship longevity. It's what's going to bear the most fruit. You're going to have the most bountiful harvest when you don't look at it as I'm, I, I, I'm doing this, I'm doing that versus, you know, we're doing this and it's just my turn to step up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because this is what's important for this the big picture. You feel me? I'm, I'm, I'm out here, man. You know, I'm out here, nigga. Boy, what you read? That's right? three for three today. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's three for that's a fact. That is that m my wife is big on reminding me that that we're a team. It's just my moment, and you gonna have your moment, and then I'm gonna have my moment, and then you gonna have. She reminds me that all the time because I get depressed, mm -hmm. feeling like you carrying too much of the weight here. This what is happening right now? Why am I not doing my part? Right. Right, but like you said, it's we have our different moments. We have our different spaces where where our strengths shine through. And society likes extroverts. Society is extroverted, right? It and when it comes to business, we like extroverts, right? So if you're in an extroverted introverted relationship, be aware that sometimes it's good to put your introvert in a position, calculated wise, where y'all put the introverted person in a position where they shine. To where they get to use their strengths, like Martel said, to where they have their moment where they the big dog. You know what I'm saying? Because society society loves extroverted people. It's really annoying. <laughs> it is. It is. It's super annoying. They prefer big personalities. They think because you're quiet that you're not as effective right. or like you don't have leadership qualities. When in all actuality, it's like, yeah, bro, I calculated all this shit. I told him to make that move. Y'all just don't know I told him to make the move. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how society's gonna appreciate that person more than they're gonna appreciate. The loud mouth. Uh, it be like that, though. It be like that. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're in an extroverted, introverted relationship, one, be aware. Two, communicate. Three, take time to understand each other's point of views and take time to uh, to research and learn each other's personalities, right? Four, it's gonna take time, period. It's gonna take hours, minutes, days, years to, to really come to that space where y'all don't really have to communicate. It seems like y'all's relationship is so seamless, right? And then last of all, you know, you're smarter than that. You already know. Yo, that's season three, y'all. Oh, yeah, that was the last episode. Season three, we did it. 
three P. I want to thank Tupo Chico and uh, all the blueberry seeds out there, man. Y'all the real ones. You smarter oh, than that. It's about to be cherry season, nigga. Boom. Oh damn! I said I wasn't gonna do that. You're smarter than that. You know you're smarter than that. You know you're smarter than that. Hey, hey, you know you're smarter than that. We gave you all the facts. We gave you all the facts. You know you're smarter than that. You know you're smarter than that. Hey, hey, hey.